welcome back to Short Stories for Kids. I'm Lucy, your host, and I'm here to read you guys another magical story. First of all, I'd like to give a big hello and thank you to our new premium members. We have David and Chloe from Texas. Hi, guys. And Gary, who lives in Taiwan. And he loves listening to the podcast every day on his way to school in the car for the past year. And Gary would love a story which involves Lego and the police. So Gary will be reading out your special story next week. The latest story on our premium channel is called Tortoise Comes to the Rescue. Now, how many of you guys love tortoises? Well, this is a very special tortoise, which is very kind. And even when faced with some really mean animals, he still decides to rescue them when they need his help. So to hear this story, just sign up to our premium feed and a couple of clicks through our website at shortstoriesforkidspodcast.com. Now today's story request comes from Annika. And Annika absolutely loves the show. She wakes up early every morning just so she can listen to the stories uninterrupted. She would love a story which is actually spooky and is about Annika and Fifi, her elephant, that go on a magical adventure. Well, we hope that you love your story, Annika, and everybody else too. Are you guys ready? Let's go. I'm hungry said Fifi the elephant. Annika stopped on the track they were walking along and looked up at her enormous friend. You're hungry again? she asked. Sometimes you make me think I should have got a dog. Fifi looked hurt and glanced sadly towards the floor. Oh, I'm sorry, Fifi, said Annika as she cuddled her friend's trunk. I don't mean it. I wouldn't swap you for anybody or anything. Fifi immediately brightened up. Thank you, Annika, she replied. And then, after a short pause, added, But I'm still hungry. Look, said Annika, there's a small farm up ahead on the edge of that wood. Let's stop there and see if we can get you something to eat. It was a very small farm indeed with a tiny cottage, a tired-looking cow in a barn, a skinny pig in a sty, and six chickens pecking in the yard. As they approached the cottage, an unhappy-looking man with a flat cap came out to meet them. "'Can I help you?' he said sadly. "'I hope so,' said Annika brightly. "'I was wondering if I could have some food for my elephant here.' "'I'm terribly sorry.' said the man with a slow shake of his head. I have nothing to give you. My crops will not grow. My cow gives no milk. My pig will not eat, and my chickens will not lay. Oh, that's dreadful, said Annika. And it gets worse, said the farmer. Every night, ghosts and ghouls come out of the wood and rattle my doors and shake my windows so that I cannot get any sleep. I'm so very, very tired. Goodness, said Fifi. Ghosts and ghouls, you say? The farmer nodded. 
But why would they do such a thing? wondered Annika out loud. The farmer sat himself down on a large stone in the yard. A short time ago, a witch came out of the woods. She said, I had more chickens than I could possibly need and asked for one of them. I told her no. I love each and every one of my chickens and I couldn't bear to see one go. She cursed me, saying I was a wicked and selfish man. But what was I supposed to do? That night, the ghosts and the ghouls came out of the woods for the first time. And the next day, my cow would give no milk. My pig would not eat, and my chickens would not lay. How awful of that witch to treat you so badly, said Annika crossly. She had no right to demand something that wasn't hers. I think we should go and have a word with her, Fifi said, stamping her foot. The man looked up hopefully. Really? You do that for me? He asked. We'll certainly try, said a determined Annika. They bid the farmer farewell and headed off towards the wood. The path leading into the trees was dark and narrow, and poor Fifi struggled to pass some of the low branches that reached out like grasping hands. The tops of the trees were so thick that little of the daylight made it to the woodland floor. Oh, it's ever so spooky, said Annika, reaching out and holding Fifi's trunk. Maybe we shouldn't have come here after all. An owl hooted, and somewhere in the darkness, something big rustled amongst the undergrowth. Should we turn around, said Fifi. Annika thought about it. No, let's press on. We said we'd help, so we really should try. Suddenly, a loud gurgling sound made them both jump. What was that? yelped Annika, whirling around. Oh, dear, said Fifi, looking embarrassed. I think it was my stomach. I told you I was hungry. Oh, phew, Annika said with relief. I thought it was a ghost or a ghoul sneaking up on us. <laughs> giggled Fifi. It was only my big tummy. Onwards they went, deeper and deeper into the woods, until eventually they came across a small clearing in the trees where enough sunlight was breaking through to highlight a strange-looking house. It was made of gingerbread with icing around the doors and windows. Giant chocolate buttons acted as tiles on the roof, and various candies and sweets decorated the walls and chimney. What a curious-looking house, said Fifi. Who do you suppose lives here? Annika walked up a path made from slabs of toffee and raised her hand to lift a candy cane door knocker on the gingerbread door. However, before she even had the chance to knock, the door was pulled open to reveal a scowling witch glaring down at her. Who do you think you are bothering me in my home? demanded the witch. I should turn you into a toad and throw you into a pond. Annika was taken back by the witch's fierceness. But having come all this way, she was determined to speak. 
I'm here on behalf of a farmer. He says his crops won't grow, and his cow gives no milk, and his pig won't eat, and his chickens won't lay, and at night you send ghosts and ghouls to rattle his doors and shake his windows. What of it? snapped the witch. He wouldn't give me one of his chickens, so he's getting the punishment he deserves. But you can't just demand that somebody gives you something that doesn't belong to you, said Annika. That's not fair, and you shouldn't be so mean just because you didn't get your own way. And what are you going to do about it, little girl, sneered the witch. I'm a big, powerful witch, and you're just a feeble child. Um, began Annika, but in all honesty, she didn't know quite what to do. The witch saw her expression and began to cackle with sinister laughter. It was a horrible sound that only stopped when a terrible crunching noise reverberated around the woodland clearing as the whole house shook. The witch looked terrified and ran from her house, looking about her for the cause of the disruption. Is it an earthquake? she shrieked. Is it a volcano? And then her eyes fell upon the gigantic body of Fifi the elephant, who was steadily munching the back of the gingerbread house. Oh, it's a hideous beast, wailed the witch. She had never seen an elephant before and was terrified of what she saw. Fifi was chewing a particularly large gumdrop while reaching for another chunk of chocolate button tiling. She'd eaten most of the back wall already and looked very happy to at least be eating something. Oh, whoa, my beautiful house, whined the witch. Make it stop, oh please, make it stop. Will you lift your curse on the farmer? asked Annika, trying to hide her grin. I will, I will, I promise, pleaded the witch. Just make that monster stop. Come along, Fifi, said Annika. Time to go. Fifi tore off one last piece of gingerbread wall before she did so. They left the witch staring open-mouthed at her half-eaten home as they began to retrace their steps back through the spooky wood. When they got back to the farmer, he was in much brighter spirits. His crops were showing fresh shoots. His cow was giving milk. His pig was munching down all its food. And the chickens had finally laid their eggs. Thank you, thank you, said the grateful farmer. But what about the ghosts and ghouls that rattle my doors and shake my windows during the night? I don't think they'll be back, explained Annika. Otherwise, the terrible Fifi will have to go back and eat more of the witch's gingerbread house. Can you believe she called me a hideous beast and a monster? said Fifi, looking deeply offended. I know, Annika laughed. She'll not want to meet you again in a hurry. But just to be sure, the farmer let them stay the night at his cottage. Annika had the spare bedroom, and space was made for Fifi in the barn alongside the cow. Sure enough, that night, no ghouls or ghosts crept out of the woods to cause any trouble. So if your chickens stop laying, or your doors rattle, or your windows shake, then you'll know what to do. Give Annika and Fifi a call. 
Naughty witches are their speciality. The end.